This is David Annandale, Black Library author, and you're listening to Seven Land Hand. It's Seven Land Hand! Wahoo! Brought to you by Good Games. Matt and I have had a fallout, but we've bunkered down, shared a tin of Blanco mac and cheese, and now we're feeling rad. It's Bethesda Softworks classic Fallout come to fruition as a fantasy flight board game. Licensed products. <laughs> uh, what could go wrong? Is it an XCOM or is it a Star Wars holiday special? Please stand by. This is Seven Right Hand. Fallout is an immersive RPG-ish, hex-area-ish, exploration-ish, combat and dice-rolling game from Fantasy Flight Games. It was released in 2017 and is a game for one to four players, itching for two to three hours of post-apocalyptic survival. Fallout was designed by Fantasy Flight backroom boffins and mathematical madmen Andrew Fisher and Nathan Hayek. 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 Go with Hayek. I think so. Uh, the, ele- the game's elevator pitch reads as follows, and boy, did they have some words to, to share with us. Um, and this is what they said. Based on the hit video series, game series, by Bethesda Softworks, each Fallout scenario is inspired by a familiar story from the franchise. Survivors begin the game on the edge of an unexplored landscape, uncertain of what awaits them in this unfamiliar world. With just one objective to guide them from the very beginning, each player must explore the hidden map, fight ferocious enemies, and build the skills of their survivor as they attempt to complete challenging quests and balance feuding factions within the game. As they advance their survivors' stories, players will come across new quests and individual targets, leading them to gain influence. Who comes out ahead will depend on how keenly and aggressively each player ventures through the game. However, if a single faction is pushed to power too quickly, the wasteland will be taken for their own and the survivors conquered along with it. Oh, I never, reckon, I never noticed that happening. Anyway, <laughs> one disclaimer before we proceed. Andrew Fisher and Nathan Hayek are not actually mad. However, every time it snows at work, each man will run around the fantasy flight building shouting, I'm immune to a nuclear winter, and try to catch snowflakes in their mouths. <laughs> it's amazing the stuff we learn on this podcast, yeah. eh? It's Informative. A, it's bizarre. <laughs> uh, but what does it all mean to gamers? Join me here on the special bus. That's the S-P-E-C-I-A-L bus. <laughs> it's Pip-Boy Senior, Matt McHale. Hey, a war. Ooh. War God. never changes. So we need to do a podcast. They've said they've said it all, haven't they? There, uh, they've they've told us what the game is. Yep, I think um, they've done the job for us, really. Although there's <laughs> there's nuance and opinion. Yeah, we've got a bit up. of that. Yeah. So hey, what, what geekiness has transpired in your bunker this m- month, gentleman? Uh, a couple of things. First of all, yeah. I'm going to start with my new game that I'm currently le- leapt into on the tabletop. Leapt into. Leapt into. I've, I've Those put on pants the stripes. Are very tight. Yeah. And I've uh, painted them with stripes. Now I've ruined them. But anyway, uh, Star Wars Legion, of course. Oh, yeah, it's you've been, out you for a while been getting now. to that. No, I've just started playing oh, in the okay. league. Yes, I've actually. You've been I'm, talking to Dan, haven't you? He's talked you into uh, playing. He has. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest, I, I had those little rebs sitting there, and I just had to get them to the table. It is nice though. Nice minis, though. Very nice. He crushed me the other night. Like, oh, that's why he gets you into the game, man. He knows so he, you're. It's an easy victory I'm for him. I'm a soft. I'm a soft <laughs> touch. Yeah, uh, but some exciting news with that. Um, yeah is the new uh, Clones Separatist box set coming out soon. Okay. So, yeah, they're re-releasing the, the starter box with those two new factions who are, you know, when you look at the big scheme of things, they're older but newer, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Oh, so like the older in the timeline. Yeah. yeah, older in the timeline, but newer in terms of you know. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Clone <laughs> separatists. And so they look. Oh, look, the clone separat the clones look pretty much the same as oh, the the star stormtroopers. Yeah, as they do. Uh, and then the separatists are all robots, so you know that's pretty interesting. Easy to paint, it's just oh, with a white spray can, and then there's a bit of black line touch-ups. But not for me, I'm afraid. Oh, I think I'm going to stick with my rebels. That's it. I'm going to give them a nice desert paint job. Oh, you're not going to get the clone for separatists? No, no oh, okay. not not my thing. I think I I prefer my humans to be humanistic. You don't like playing on the dark side? No, no, no. Okay, no, that's it. No, so that's that's what I've been yeah, I, to the table. I have. Recently received, I was going to say bought, but I bought it a long time ago. Received my Hellboy miniature, yeah, my uh, yeah. Christmas holiday special. Uh, it's like a resin model. Dan's already painted his. Yes, and Another it looks pretty sweet. Shout out to Dan <laughs> Burn. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good, right? And um, yeah, yeah I've, mine's still in the box. Probably going to go to the box of shame just because due to time constraints. <laughs> so we'll, we'll but unbox it some Hellboy. Point. So you know, I think. It, I doubt it will stay in the box of shame for a long time because I love it too much. Are you excited for the new series? What are you talking about? The the, the Mantic board game series? No, no, no. Talking about the uh, the television. The, the, the movie. The, well, is it the movie or is yeah, it there's a new, new movie series? coming out? I'm not excited about the movie. I'll go and see it, but oh, it should be just Ron Perlman doing it. It just and yeah. Guillermo del Toro directing. <laughs> yeah, for and, sure. Oh, there's so, much, so many beautiful. Um, Beautiful scenes from the original first two movies. And now it's just like, it looks like they've got Hopper or whatever his name was out of uh, Stranger Things and try to dress him up like Ron oh, Perlman yeah. and try to dress him Isn't up. Isn't that the worst? Let's try and make it like the actor who portrayed the character. Uh, That's what it is. Character. Let's dress you up like Ron Perlman playing Hellboy. <laughs> Is what they've done. <laughs> you might as well just get Ron Perlman. Anyway. Yeah, there must have been some sort of Hollywood fallout there. I saw Ron talking about it, and he didn't seem very happy about it, but um, he agreed to meet with, what's his name, David something or other. He's very, very popular. Uh, Finch. No, that's not the director. Tennant. No, no, let's uh, not go Beckham. there. We're looking dumber by the second here. <laughs> this is bad, bad info. Well, we're going to make up for the um, for all you're the, the You're the one with the, uh, you know, the, the info... Have tablet in front of you for the info box oh, yeah I'll, I'll look it up uh, and <laughs> uh, well i want to talk about some netflix that's been going because that's the my other love is right. watching netflix yeah um is love death and robots oh yeah we put a I post see, out yeah, of it, that was i loved it it was great it was really really interesting and Good. and and uh it's a real awesome anthology and it very much reminded me of heavy metal uh, for those young enough of you, oh, didn't you say that it was, um, it, it was, was supposedly going heavy metal to be? too? Yeah, then, yeah, I think that was the David idea behind Fincher it. And um, somebody else who I haven't looked up yet, but I can tell you that David Harbour played um, Hopper in Stranger Things, and <laughs> he's playing just off the top yeah. of my head. <laughs> Took it in a different direction, and what happened was uh, it came out good. Yeah, it's it's it's. A real mishmash, which is what you want in your anthologies. You want it to sort of traverse time and space and uh, really explore Art the styles. Yeah, it's just absolutely. like some of them are just so photo real. Like there's one which actually is the majority of it is actual live action and they're looking, you know, they're looking to the fridge. Yes. And it starts and you're going, wait a minute, is that, this CG as well? God, this is good. You know, the first thing this I said good. was, gee, 
isn't this a Simpsons episode where uh, little Lisa Simpson made herself that, a colony, you know? Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, that's that's what that is, but yeah. done in a much better way, to be honest. So that was really, yeah, I really got into that. And I, in fact, I finished that. I put Star Trek down. I like literally yeah. put Star Trek down. I know. It's, that's what it's like, isn't it? it? You watch the first one, you go, goodness me, if it's all going to be like this. <laughs> and then when it's not the same art style, you sort of go, oh, no, it's going to, that was the big one. That was the good one. Yeah. And it's going to drop off from here. But there's 18 of them, isn't there? Yeah, 18. Yeah. And I think like we put in our post, Every single one has a particular charm to it, which keeps you uh, enthralled and mm. you watch it to the end and you get something out of it. Yeah. The characters are all completely different. You can't draw a comparison between one and the next They're not one linked. The... It's just no. completely separate. No. Some of them, you know, you go, oh, I wouldn't really be bothered watching that again, perhaps, but I'm, I'm, I enjoyed watching them the first time. Someone you'd, you'd like to say, oh, yeah, I'd like to see that teased out a bit more into its own separate series. Oh, some of them seem like, yeah. But some, equally, yeah. like the first one, is completely amazing, but you probably think that's probably the right length for that story because mm. it's just. I keep the phrase keeps coming into my head, ball tearingly good, <laughs> and I think that's how, that's that's the, the series. Yeah, I think they ended. They they started off very strong, and the ending, Set the, the final, high. the final episode was also which was the what was the final one? That was the one. No, no spoilers. A, no, <laughs> that was the the warry one. Warry one, yeah, set in uh, alternate history, World War. Oh, like the Russians in the yeah. snow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that was good. Yeah, that was that was a really good finish. Um, and so immediately I was heartbroken once that was finished because I had nothing else to watch for about five minutes. And then I decided, hey kids, come and watch some Star Trek with me. But hey, we're not going to watch Star Trek. The <laughs> this. We started watching the the animated series, 1973. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and the kids sat down and literally we watched uh, three or four episodes of <laughs> the animated Star Trek, which is so shit. It's You're supposed terrible. to impress upon your kids that you, you know, you, oh, dad gets all the cool stuff. <laughs> like I'm talking about like uh, Love, Death, Robots. Mm. And, and I'm going, oh, the kids, this is so frigging good. Being allowed to watch it. That's how good this <laughs> That's is. That's it. All that stuff. But here you go. You can watch this 1973 Star Trek, which is really boring. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what's going on at Matt's house. What's <laughs> happening at my house? Yeah, what are you watching? Love Death Robots. <laughs> oh, I've got, okay, I've got four letters to review. Netflix tips. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, letters. The good news or the bad news? Which one do you want first? Well, you know what? Let's, we've, 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 done, we've started off pretty high. Let's uh, get the bad news. And the then, bad news and then out of the way. I.O. That's that's two letters. I've used two letters. Yes, it's Io. the moon of Jupiter. It is a moon of Jupiter. Yeah. Uh, and it's a show. It's a movie length Netflix feature. Mm-hmm. Fucking trash. It's Just garbage. 100% garbage. It's uh, glacial pacing. You <laughs> imagine quick. you yeah, you imagine that something's going to be an, used as an obvious conflict like there's the characters will go off i'm not you know will go off from this safe hillside where they can breathe down into the valleys where they can't breathe and you think oh bit of pressure coming up they're getting separated maybe they'll run out of oxygen oh no she's run off she's gonna run out of oxygen and the guy won't be able to get to her but then he just appears behind her and there's no you never for a minute are concerned for the for the for the characters and and I know that's a bit transparent. And even as it was happening, I was going, oh, here we go. They're going to make, make us worry about it. And they didn't do it. It's, 
this the one where they've got a limited amount of time to get away on the last colony ship that's yeah. leaving the place? Oh, I did watch it. Yeah, um, and then and a dude just arrives, super controlled landing of a helium balloon <laughs> right next to this girl's. Uh, <laughs> where, where, yeah, and, that's right. And and you know they're looking for this. You know he's come to rescue her dad, and she's there, and um, instead of being honest. Yeah, for no reason. She goes, oh, he's just away. And then later on she goes, oh, he's been dead for a couple of years. I buried him over here. And, and we're not worried. We don't care. I don't worry about any of the characters. Ugh, just don't watch it. It's trash. It was. I, I wasn't impressed. I did watch it. Yeah. I wasn't impressed. I sat there being unimpressed through the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. What's um, the, the, other, the other letters? The other two to? letters. Mm. Like, so we've gone from IO to OA. Oh, wait. The O oh, Have you yeah. seen this? I've watched the first episode. How can you just watch one? Because I watched it last night. Ah, good. <laughs> this, I have absolutely marathoned this. Um, it's got Britt Marling in it, who also wrote it with, with a friend mm. of hers. I can't remember his first name or the last part of his surname, but it's got Batman in it. That's how cool this guy is. He directs it as well. Let's call him Brett. It's not like <laughs> Brett Batman Glee. G-L-I-J. I don't know how to say it. Okay. He's got Batman in his name. Awesome. Ha- it can't be bad. Anyway. Or can it? Britt Marling, who was in um, Another Earth that not a lot of people enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sound of My Voice, which I'm definitely going to get onto. A whole bunch of other, not a whole bunch of stuff. She really seems to pick, you know, just like particular um, things. But she was a character on Community Ones. Have you seen all of Community? I have seen most of Community, yeah. Uh, can you remember the episode? I think this is the one where, Brit- where Britta befriends someone at the college who she believes is a lesbian, and this girl befriends Britta, believing that Britta is a lesbian, and they both hang out and like they were, oh, I'm super cool, I'm super cool, cool. <laughs> I'm super cool, and then they find out that they're yeah, not, yeah. Le- either neither of them are lesbians, and they they fall out and they don't like each other. I think that was played by Brit Marling. Okay, anyway, I'll take your word for that. Uh, she's. She's amazing in this, and you watch the first season of it, or first part, which is a bunch of season, uh, yeah. a bunch of episodes, and you watch that, and it's got such a cool arc, and you go, "Wow, that's really good." You know, you get worried for it sometimes. You think, mm, "Are they going too far?" No, it comes back. It's fine. They said, "I think, I think they said it's Netflix trying to do another sort of Stranger Things on a review." And I, do, I can sort of, oh, if you're really stretching it, maybe. But no, nah, mm. it's not. It's definitely its own thing. So even if you walk out of season one thinking, I'll give it a six out of ten, you, which you wouldn't. You'd yeah. think a lot better than that. you go, that was good, <laughs> that was good. But if you're a six out of ten, you're sort of going, oh, okay. You watch the next season, it just takes it. Because for me, it takes it a little bit more spookier. And I was just like, oh, I'm all over this. And I was loving it. To be honest, it didn't jump off the screen at me it for, to begin with um, when I was just looking at the, the, the poster, you know, that pops up. Because yeah, because they sell it all. But then I started they? watching it. And, and the credits, I really, I once I realized oh, yeah. that the credits hadn't played. And they and played them like three 40 quarters minutes. through. Yeah. And then the credits played. And I thought, yeah, okay, this is cool. Some artistic <laughs> shit is going down right now. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I'm going to, yeah. And they're all, from what I've said, the characters are quite interesting. You actually want to know more about them. Yeah, uh, they've all got a lot, lot to tell as well. Yeah, I was surprised. I was genuinely surprised in some of the direction that it took. And 
And yeah, well, and it's not giving anything away. It's no. mysterious as Watch hell. Watch the whole first season, and then when yeah. you start watching the second season, you see like Britt Marling. I guess why I keep singling singling her out because even though she's playing the same character, she transforms and she's a different, which is necessary for the story, almost like a different person. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Very kind so of cool. Sense8-ish. Did you ever see Sense8? No, I was trying to figure out whether that was given the thumbs up by everyone or the thumbs down. Oh, it was canned, so uh, you know, I think it was universally like... Was it enjoyed by... Was it good? Uh, it was meh. It was oh. me, but similar sort of thing. I think, Aaron said, maybe that's I think Aaron said it was good, and then maybe you said it was bad, so I didn't know what to do with it. Mm. But that's that's about yeah, Anything else? Uh, no, that's four letters of I-O, O-A, O-A, I-O. O-A, 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 All right, I, yeah. give, I definitely, I after that first episode, I'm in, so I need something else to watch that'll take me away from Star Trek for a bit. Oh, I'm tell- I've been telling Fiona that she just needs, she's been watching all this other crap. And I'm, I come in and watch it and some god-awful acting happening on the TV. I'm just like, just <laughs> turn this garbage off now and put away on. You will love it. It's good. It's good. But, um, and yeah, like you're right. You saw all of those adverts on Netflix, you just go, some of these are going to be amazing. Some of them are garbage. I've been looking at the OA for a long time. I really enjoyed it. Maybe I'm overselling it. Maybe it is only a 7.5 out of 10. Maybe. Oh. Maybe, maybe you just have to actually... Uh, See how quick the speed of self-doubt came in there? <laughs> I enjoyed myself. Now you're doubting. I enjoyed myself for many hours. Uh, I'm excited Santa Clarita Diet. What? Is, uh, Santa oh. Clarita Diet is back in season three. Now, I'm out on that. I, I got oh. out on that quite early on. and I'm a, I'm It's a, great. It's I'm a huge uh, <laughs> fan of uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's quirky. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's... it's I had a crush on Drew Barrymore, okay? Yeah, right. everyone's had a crush yeah. on Drew Barrymore. I, still I, I wrote a song have about a crush her when I had on a Drew Barrymore. But not, <laughs> not young Drew Barrymore from no, no. Charlie's Angels or whatever. The, oh, I thought know, E.T. The, e- <laughs> too young, too young, man, too young. No, but, when, when I watched E.T., I think she's older than me. <laughs> she, so she's, when E.T., she's no. About, yeah, yeah, she's, she a, she's nearly 50. No, she's not. She's um, pretty sure she's clever, pretty close. Oh, you keep talking. Let's uh, find out how but old. what I don't think I'm, I'm in. I'm what do you in mean? Love with I'm nearly older. fifty. Oh God. <laughs> oh. I'm in love with older Drew Barrymore because I think she's just like this podcast has taken a turn for the worst. <laughs> she's mature. Can not get the gear working? <laughs> just realise I'm nearly fifty. So I'm, I'm looking not that close, to folks. That. Don't worry about. it. Hey, this we're recording this podcast just right before my forty second, so <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed by that. I'll, I'll all have all the, the all answers. The kids, all the kids that listen to this podcast just <laughs> turned off. Go wait! I've been getting advice from old people. <laughs> no, she's four oh, years younger than me. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she's. Oh, I'm not going to say how old she is. Look, she was born in 1975. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And she's currently 44 no. years old. She's had a birthday this year. Oh, happy birthday, Drew Barrymore! Yeah, she's got two children. <laughs> she, her net worth is 125 million. Her salary, 15 million. There's um, there's one other thing I think I need to bring to people's attentions, and it's a oh, uh, George R. R. Martin. Is it her birthplace, Culver <laughs> City, California? That's it. Oh, uh, it's also not the birthplace of George R. R. Martin, unless it is. I think he's I think in we're Texas, more worried about the death place. Let's talk about how old he <laughs> night is. Night flight feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. Night flight. I don't think we're going to have time, Matt. This, didn't we talk <laughs> about this before? No, I don't know if we did, but I don't think so. Not Night Flyers is a is based on a novella of George R. R. Martin, mm. and that is quite quirky. 
And uh, yeah, that's good. That's Not exactly quirky. The that's the same that's, review you gave Santa Clara diet. It is. No, diet. it's better. Than, so it's the same as Santa Clara diet. <laughs> no, is that what no. you're telling? Not at all. Not no? at all. Not oh. at all. It's on a different level. Uh, I'm not finished yet, but uh, yeah, I think you'll be hearing about that one again. Yeah, I might watch that next because you've given it. A, you, um, are you staking your reputation on saying watch that? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. It's right up with those those uh, with sci-fi the horrors on the OAIO spectrum. As far as much as I've seen of it so far. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm 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 back. I've got to finish um, Altered Carbon. I keep watching two yeah, episodes, so going away, watching three other series, coming back, getting confused by one episode, going away, coming back, watching three episodes, and going. <gasps> I think the stuff I've forgotten. Mm. I'm doing that right now. That is returning too, so there'll be another season of that. Mm. Yeah, I just got to watch. I just watched him get tortured horribly just mm. just now in VR torture. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's quite good. Uh, <laughs> what kind of stuff do you enjoy? Quite crazy. <laughs> All right, look, we've gone long yeah, on Week in Geek, which might might give you an indication on the review that's to follow. <laughs> but, you know, sit tight. I think we'll have some fun with it. Let's do it. All right. Oh, the Matt said let's do it, so let's do it. Advert. Win Fallout by commenting on Facebook page for this show, episode 142, at facebook.com slash sevenlandhand. We'll announce last month's winner of Carcassonne later in its and twos. This month, to draw a winner, Good Games HQ built a huge wall, a massive wall around HQ and invited farmers to come inside and then invited them to lay down in their fields. The combined initials of the first collection initials. of farmers spelt out a name. That name will be revealed as the winner later in the show. And every month, Good Games are offering our listeners a special offer on the game we review. This month, it will be Fallout! Exclamation mark. <laughs> While stocks last, Seven Land Hand listeners can get 10% off Fallout at every Good Game store in the pre-apocalyptic world. Exclamation mark. And the post-apocalyptic world, if there are any left after that. Well, this is at the pre- pre-apocalyptic world. Yeah, but, you know. You win it now, play it, then the apocalypse comes. And then you can play it in the post-apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. It's a game okay. that keeps on giving. Just leave your bunker and walk to your nearest good game store and state this month's password. I'm special. Oh, we know that. We know you are. For all of April. I'm special. Yeah, you sure are, little fella. That, That's that why my stocks like last. <laughs> now on with the show. out there if you can hear me i'm trapped inside a bunker in what is this fiddler's green estates got some crawlies outside it's nothing i couldn't normally handle but i'm nursing a bum leg could use an assist this has been a pre-recorded message yeah we recorded. message repeats oh. in three seconds it won't that's it <laughs> oh where are we matt this is ooh, sound effects and stuff what's going on here mm, we are in the post-apocalypse Dick world. Tick. <laughs> Post-apocalypse, that's where yeah. we are. I yeah. sure hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> well, so do I. <laughs> uh, you can tell we've got something new. We've got some new software. <laughs> um, so we're in the Fallout world. Uh, no mistaking it at all. It's very iconic. We're in the wasteland. That's pretty much the whole of the world. Yeah. Uh, as it is. It's all rusty and dusty. And looking like Retro's 50 future Very sepia-toned almost, yellowy brown. The water's radiated, irradiated. Plants aren't too happy about it. They're not that green anymore. And all the animals want to rip your face off. And we've just come out of a bunker to discover it all. Is that it? Well, we we could either raid a bunker or... No, but where have we come from? Emerge from from the bunker. Well, we could have... Well, it depends. If we're... 
if you're, it depends on the character you want to choose, really. Okay. So this that's what this game's about. It's about taking your little Fallout character who could be from. So some people survived the, the nuclear bomb has gone off, right? That's what happens in Fallout. And some people have been in bunkers. Yep. Well, some people outside the bunkers and they, they lived. They and sure they lived. Were. Yeah, they sure were. Bloody uh, hell. I can give you, they're, they're the ghouls and the super mutants oh. of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems that all the, all the non uh, let- people who weren't stuck inside the, the bunkers. Selfish bastards. <laughs> yeah. They don't care about anybody except themselves. I bet that's what they're like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll, they, they've already learned to take what they want from you, mm. uh, the, uh, the wastelanders. And uh, in this game, you can play a super mutant. You can play a uh, wasteland. You can play a vault dweller. You can play the uh, uh, ghoul. Can you? Uh, all the iconic Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was all the when we played this for an entire month. Well, oh, because we just chose the one character. That's right. You chose to be uh, the Brotherhood of Steel player. Yeah, and so I, I had a massive be, suit of armor. That's it. And I chose to be the uh, vault dweller. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that's basically where we are. If, if you, Everybody knows the Fallout franchise a little bit, don't they? Yeah. They know. There's a multitude of games. There, there was, is, of course, a hell of a lot. There was the Bethesda games, of course, who started it all off. Then mm. it, for a short time it went to Obsidian oh, and okay. then it went back to Bethesda. So. Right. Yeah, and they've been around for a very long time. I think yes. I, I played one of them, three or four. Uh, there's been plenty of like Fallout 76 or something like that. Yeah, that's the MMORPG Oh. version of the game yeah. where it's you go out and quest and you compete with other people. Well, I don't know if you compete with other people. I've never played it. But uh, initially, when it first came out, it was one of those isometric top-down uh, looking games, exploration RPGs, which was like I've iconic. seen a version of it where there's just like um, little characters just walking around yeah, the screen. That's it. That was the one. Is that an early one, was it? Yeah, that was the early one, the isometric mm. one. There was also a Fallout Shelter was a really cool uh, iOS game that came out where you can... Uh, you know, day to day, run your own shelter, which right. is very cool. So now, so now they've taken a big swing at milking the Fallout teat, of course, of every last penny, and they've done a, a board game. Yes. Um, now it does. It. Uh, I suppose this is just probably a, a more about um, where it's come from. It does seem like when we looked at this, the designers are not big board game designer names. Like we mentioned at the intro. We believe that they're just fantasy flight staffers, and they've said, "Hey, boys, come <laughs> and sure. come and do us a game for Fallout because we've got the license. See what you can do." I'm sure they'd take umbrage with that, but yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> right to us, podcast not. at sevenlandhand.com. Yeah. We'll well, give you the right of reply. Please do, and then we'll send you a badge for being such a good sport. <laughs> yeah, we would. Uh, so yeah, so it's not they're not designers who you would associate with. Any other game. Any other major release. Although, you know, I think I mentioned in our unboxing that one of the designers was involved with Mage. No, sorry. Oh, one of the miniatures games. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. Mage Wars? Is that what you're saying? Oh, I don't think it was Mage Wars. I think it was... Uh, anyway, who cares? Yeah. Uh, so that's what we've got. Oh, I, n- I never listened to you when we did the unboxing. No, and I tune out myself. Yeah. Um, oh, what? Nobody should listen to us in the unboxing. Just watch. <laughs> Because everything we say is nonsense. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what we're talking about. No. Uh, f- but this this game, we do know what we're talking about. It's uh, it's very true to the theme of the game, the tone, mm. uh, all the components and stuff. So how, do, how does it lay out on the board then? Like, what are we looking at? It's got a, well, a, as you do in the actual game itself, you've got this like fog of war-ish type map where you don't, 
things get gradually real, revealed. You've got a little bit of information. It might be a few settlements that you're, you These know are the where hex they are. Tiles, the which, hex which tiles, which are quite yeah. big. They are. Like maybe 10 centimetres-ish yeah. centimeters across. Well, that's uh, not 10 centimetres you were gesticulating. But anyway, uh, they, they, the they fit together really nicely. Some of them are marked with green uh, symbols that represent slightly less bad stuff. And I think there's more like radiation involved there. And others are This is on the back. Red, on the back of it, yeah. yeah. And others have the red warning label, which tells you that, yeah, you're probably best not venturing into this area. Yeah. Because uh, everything's going to... But you do you. anyway. Is, is it oh, like, yeah. More, what more what is a game without exploration? And getting the rads get up. The enemies might get a bit monastier and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Perhaps. They do. And that's one thing you're not going to run out of this game is enemies. They're no. just, it's full of them. And then when you think they're dead, when you kill they'll one, return. They just respawn. Exactly. They're just activated, not activated. Yeah, so you never clear it out. There's always a steady stream. Which is really clever in a sense that that's exactly what happens in the game, in the computer games. The okay. Enemies respawn. On locations, we've we've jumped ahead. We have, but well, some of the some of the what have we got right. as far as bit? Because it's fantasy flight. You know that you're going to oh, open yeah. it up and you're going to go. Lovely. Ooh, this is nice. Yeah, the the the, it's, the cardstock is great. So those hex tiles we're talking about, very nice quality. Yeah, uh, fantasy flight. Got, I think have their hands on the thickest cardboard in the world. I think they have. Yeah, yeah. yeah they've got their very own factory of people that just make just sure. Make if they discover any cardboard anywhere else in the world and it's thicker, they just add they another just ply. <laughs> just make it. They do like the Chinese government and just destroy it and oh, set fire to it. That's an interesting story I'll tell you about later. Okay. Uh, so the, the chits, geek next month. Yeah. You've got um, caps, which is the currency of the game. They're a very nice the cardstock too. Yep, they, they yeah, they're cool, look they? exactly like they should. Uh, on the front, they've got Nuka-Cola or there's um, a blue version of Nuka-Cola. I didn't know there was a. I think it's blue. Sugar free. Is that Nuka Cola Quantum, perhaps? Um, With different values. So on vanilla. There's vanilla and Nuka Cola sugar free. (laughs) They come in ones and threes and fives. Yeah. So it's the basic basic money currency for the game. The there is a a ton of other chits that represent everything from the abilities to objectives to way markers waypoints which is another thing from the game to the star enemies defense level the star and shield level that's it so there's lots of those and even the special tokens themselves are little chits that you actually put on your player board the player board is player board is awesome right it's it it's like having a pip boy in front of you without the pippiness yeah and, and when you put the little plugs in to yeah, um, say how much XP you've got, how many rads you've got, where your, H, where your HP is at, yep. it's like it locks in. It does. It looks and nice. You can spell out special in there, which gives you uh, re- re-rolls on different, like each letter obviously rep- corresponds to a special skill within the game. Yep. And that allows you, if you have that skill, you can do re-rolls when you're attempting to succeed or fail at it. Strength never perception. Never attempt to fail. Yeah. Strength perception, uh, education, charisma, Ooh. intelligence, Ooh. Wow. agility, and luck. Wow. Well done, Matt. Yeah. You've played Fallout before. <laughs> I mean, you've learnt that w- during the review of this game. I did. Just as I just read it <coughs> off a page right now. Does it have miniatures in this game? It has. Right? It has five miniatures in this game. Yeah, uh, and they are very, very nice. They're, they they're are, paintable they're quality. Solid. Absolutely solid in that sort of heroic scale. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're they're heroic. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not super detailed. It's not like you. Get, but the board game. No, but they're very board paintable. game good detail. They're certainly comparable, or if not better than. 
Zombicide. Um, Zombicide uh, to be a cool comparable project. Ooh. Yeah, that's a cool mini or not. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know it is, but I was just trying to think if that was if they did better stuff. It's been a while. They do. I mean, they've, they've, they're the leaders in, at the moment. Cool mini. Yeah, but mm. FFG do really nice miniatures. They do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else? There's a, oh, so many cards. So there many cards. So many decks of cards. You've got loot cards. You've got um, sh- shop cards that you can buy stuff. You've got agenda cards. You've yeah. got uh, perks. Now, perks are something that we really didn't have a chance to get into because no. in the limited we time we We only played had, it for a month. We only so played it for a month. We didn't finish a game. That's it. That's our a month, <laughs> three hours every Friday. That's it for a month. So we we got we advanced like one one hex. Didn't finish the game. Mm. Uh, also companion cards, companion cards. They're things you can pick up. Yep, uh, upgrades. Yeah, upgrades. Um, You're doing a live show, Matt. You showed those to the crowd. I did. There's no one here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, did everyone get a good look at that? They did. The, uh, last yeah. thing, of course, is the yeah. scenario cards, and the scenario cards have the rule set for. Whatever the scenario you're playing, obviously the setup for the map, yeah. which is random, so it just shows you the green sides and the uh, the red sides, and then a few important it tells you locations. The, tells you the layouts of where the green hex fa- face yeah. down hexes are and the red face down yep. hexes are, and but by random, the other side of them completely different. So you yeah. shuffle them up, put them down, you get a different map every time. Yeah, and on the back, on the reverse side of those cards, you get uh, the scenario rules you know yeah. that pertain to scenario characters some of them are characters uh, are like sorry they represent bad guys or whatever have you the, the the different factions i found some of them when i was trying i was having a go with this on solo mode right and i found a scenario where the things on the back didn't the chits didn't represent people they represented Objects or interactions on the world, like things oh, okay. that changed Relating the environment. To, it's always the yeah. star or the shield, isn't it? And they relate yeah. to different things. Yep, they related to in this case in the in the Commonwealth scenario, which is the first one in the game. Uh, one they relate to either the railroad or the institute, being the two factions. Yeah. Uh, in the one I played, the objects themselves represented fog and non-fog. Right. It, the the back of those cards is. Quite baffling, though. Uh, like, you do get an agenda. Yeah, there's a lot there. You get agenda cards, and that'll give you uh, the chance to declare affiliation to whoever the star, who's represented by the star, or whoever's represented by the, the shield. Yeah. And you have to get... See, I've been playing for so long, I'm not even clear on... You have to get, what, 10 to 10 loyalty? That's just that scenario. That was just yeah, that scenario. Yeah, that's, scenario. So that's not every scenario. It's not like uh, that. No, I think it, it changes. It changes. You have to yeah. get in front of the other person, though, by... A significant amount. Yeah, that's you're talking about the agenda and get I'm the tr- influence. You're trying yeah. to get the influence, right? Now, that's another thing that's I think a real hallback from the actual computer games themselves, because you need to uh, you are often aligning yourselves with factions depending on how you're choosing to play. So you made choices to blow up ten penny towers, for example, and that would benefit one faction, and so you'd. The, the the people who you did that for would be more friendly towards you and you get yeah. more quests and you get more options. And they won't attack you if a creature spawns exactly. near you or anything like that. Whereas if you turned around and instead blew up Megaton City, you would then be further <laughs> in the agenda of somebody else. It is true to Fallout in that it's always so dramatic. I always found myself, you know, in face of an alternative, it's just like, well, I, I don't really want to do, like, blow up a whole city. 
I'd rather just sit here and maybe have a chat, see if we can figure out how to get some food from the cafe. Uh, what's the alternative? Oh, go and blow up that boat that all those people are living on. It's either the city or the boat. I don't really want to do either of those things. Can't we all be friends? Yeah, well, that's it. I, I found Fallout makes you blow shit up. It does, yeah. yeah. It, makes it, also, it also makes you wonder whether you want to, uh, okay, what well, can I play the other side of the coin? What, what happens if I kill this person? Will I get those future quests? Yeah, and then it, it it sort of locks you out. But you know what we you haven't can mentioned? Flip flop. Yeah, but what we haven't mentioned is a clear objective on how to win the game. Mm, that's because I don't believe there is one. I don't think so. Either. I'm not like we played it, and I'm not so sure on it. I was every time we re- retouched on how to win the game, I thought, okay, I don't think I can do that. So I was just left wandering the wastelands, thinking, okay, well, I must start generating in our scenario some amount of. Um, agenda points or whatever the loyalty mm. points because mm-hmm. uh, we had to like we had to get 10 loyalty in yeah. front of the other player and that i think i got two loyalty in total at one stage it seems so far away yeah and i think <clears throat> one of the reasons for that was just the re- unrelenting tide of enemies you were facing it just they just yeah. kept respawning confronting them they'd move and you don't, the and agenda don't, deck controls that and they don't explode into money or anything but you do get no. xp from it but then when you xp up you can uh take a random special counter and hopefully get some skill there but then that only kind of just makes it easier just to repeat the process yeah it, it does it is very much rinse and repeat and, yeah. and then i think that's one of the yeah i mean we talk about all right, we've got stuff. Downside, how, does it, how does it play mixed with opinions, pluses and minuses, Matt? The old question. I'll start it off. Mm. Why is it competitive? You can be your, your fantasy flight. Well, Matt, Matt from Fantasy Flight, CEO, how are you going? Why oh, is this goodness. game competitive? Well, it's competitive because you're playing against other players. <laughs> Why can't it be collaborative? Because it seems like you're in it together. Let's well, at the together. heart of the day, de- man, oh, I'm going to drop that. Yeah, at the please. heart of the, the matter, uh, <laughs> I think what you're still trying to do is you're trying to be come out on top, yeah, amongst everyone. So you're either you're you want to be the winner amongst a pool of winners, or otherwise you want to be the best loser. loser. Is that you're just making up proverbs <laughs> as you go? There was no rhyme or reason behind that, was there? Uh, well. Uh, it makes for a very. Would, would you prefer to see it, Matt, not CEO, member of the podcast, uh, Seven Landed podcast team? Would you have liked to have seen this collaborative? Do oh, for sure. I think better? it would work far better collaboratively because you can we're not choose working against each when, other. When the objective cards comes out, you could go right. You go and get that. I'll, we started doing this anyway. You know, which I think is a better house rule. Yeah. As we just go, let's just work together. <laughs> you go and do this. You do that, and you just you know see how it goes. Then I reckon you could probably make up some um, pretty good. Uh, uh, collaborative yeah, th- two-player so. two so play does seem to work. But, but then uh, what happens, I guess, is you have to agree to declare yourself for one faction or the other. Yeah. So, you know, we both have to be for the railroad or we both have to be for the institute. Well, let's not make up the house rules right now. I mean, I think, yeah, I do think that it would yourself. be a good... Do that yourself. I think that would be a good thing to do. And I can't imagine playing this with more than two people because you'd get so bogged down... And you'd never, like if you decided to go and do one of the objectives, you'd think, I'm not going to get there in time and, and do all of that because someone just beat me to it. Yeah. And I yeah. think one of, the, one of the things about that, it, it becomes a bit of a grind. And, and grinding in a board game is not great. 
No. You, grinding in a computer game is something completely different. You, you're sitting down with the purpose of shooting things or mining or whatever the hell you want to do. That's great in that platform because it's more interesting. You know, lots of incidental things happen along the way. In a board game, it's not so great. No, you want to feel like you're moving towards something, don't you? Uh, and, and look, I sent when we opened the box and we started, I mm. did feel like it was a little bit immersive. I started to go, oh, the Fallout world. I recognize yeah, this. I agree. And we, we said to each other, didn't we? We're still lost in the fog of learning a new game. And I thought, oh, here's the world. Let's go out and explore it. Yeah. There's going to be some challenges. This is going to be fun. And I got that sense for a couple of minutes. Yeah, but then those challenges were ball-crushingly... Well, they weren't you know, that hard, but... Um, well, put it this way, you, you, you had no... I was a killing machine. You had no gun. You had no weapon yeah. with which to fight. But I, your armor is what kept you alive. I, on the other hand, still had no weapon. And if I went near anything, it just fought in my direction and I'd die. Did, you you know? get, did any of us get any weapons? I think we just walked around punching things. I didn't, didn't find a weapon until no. I started to play solo. I played a solo game, then I landed a Laz rifle, my first first okay. card, and great. I didn't have had the, I didn't have the equipped stat to be able to use it effectively. <laughs> that's right, that's the yeah. thing, you know. You needed some agility to be able to use it effectively, and I didn't have the agility. So then you so must have to go keep the punching things in the face until you could draw another. You need enough counter. XP, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that so I felt that little bit of immersive. And then I became more baffled about the level of lack of control in leveling up and getting the things that I needed. Yeah. It wasn't like I could target something like say, okay, I need to get, um, you know, like if you're playing Arkham Horror, for example, I need to get some spells. So I'll head to the, oh crap, I can't remember my way around Arkham now in the game. But you know, there's, you mm. go to the general store, you might get a gun. You yeah. go to the library or something there's three different sort of spell book yeah you get a spell book and you can target okay or i could go to this location because it's been identified as a good chance of getting uh like a a a particular item that i'm after like Mm. an elder elder sign elder sign or whatever they're called this is more randomness it's totally random right you just don't know where you 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 can't plan to a great degree the terrible thing that i found also is that when with items if you come across some interesting items and they ended up in the discard pile because of circumstance you couldn't take it or whatever yeah then that item can't go back to that place until yeah yeah and you can only yeah uh, i suppose that there were a lot of limits which is which reflects the world you're in really in that there's a lack of mm, lack of resources. resources there's plenty of stuff but there's a lack of the things that you need at your disposal at that time. Mm. You know, you've but, really exactly, but exactly at the same time, there's so much going on. But that added you, to the grind, and, and yeah. that's what I disliked, you know, yeah. sort of about yeah. the grind. Uh, okay, what have, what, what's, what have I got here on the thing here? Um, pragmatism plus dice roll yeah. randomness. You're talking about the VAT oh. system. Am I? Yeah, with the dice. I made so some there's notes only three here. dice. Mm-hmm. Only three dice in the game. Yeah, and that it replicates the VAT system, which I think is very nice because the VAT system is this randomized element where you've got a percentage chance of doing more damage to a specific area of a creature. This replicates that in a fashion because you've got you roll all three dice, and the first thing that happens is whatever you're attacking attacks you. If there's a, a certain number of blams on there, uh, it's the vault symbol. So if you get multiple vault symbols, then whatever the level of your creature you're attacking, that does that damage directly to you. You apply yeah. your armor and then you, left, you, you soak it up and then you're left with whatever. 
uh, each of the little pit boys coloured in differently. Coloured in differently. Arms, legs, head, and legs, shoulders, knees, and toes. Exactly. Oh, sorry. And we start singing together. Yeah. And you and have to you have to hit on the, on their little counter. You have to hit the area which they've be, uh, been identified yeah. as a weakness. To score so ahead. even if their little buzz fly thing, what are they called? Bloat fly. Bloat fly. Mm. They're still pit boys on yeah, the dice. That's it. Uh, and you've got to punch them in the tummy or something like you that. You wouldn't be aiming for its legs. Put it's, yeah. It wouldn't be a weakness because it barely has legs. But its head and its mm. torso and arms, yeah, absolutely. They're viable targets. So And and, and the getting we... getting the um special abilities just gives you re rolls. Correct. So even after you've leveled up, all you get is another chance to roll again. It doesn't yes. make you any more skilled no. at it. Like it doesn't give you a huge advantage just gives you re-rolls so yep. i think that's what i meant by pragmatism versus dice roll randomness is that you have if you're given a certain situation if you're in a part of town mm. you you know when they say oh you've got choices you can do whatever you kind of feel like it's just that that i can do so you go and do that and then if you encounter it, so you don't really have much choice. And then when you encounter things, it's down to dice rolls. And even when you get really skilled at it, you just get to re-roll those dice rolls again. Yeah. So again, you just don't feel like you're in control. The <laughs> the, the uh, quest cards yeah. are a good example of that. Look, these are pretty good because this reminded me of, um, oh, what's the love game? Fog of Love. Fog of Love. You know how you, you've got your big deck, and then there's a huge deck of cards. Yes. And the the from one list, and they're numbered from numbered, one to yeah, a bazillion. Full of spoilers in the same way that time stories and... Yeah, like time stories, that sort of stuff. Mm. And as you play the game, you draw cards off and you add them to the various decks yeah. within the game. Now that is cool. Yes. I that, like that. that is nice. It gives you options, <clears throat> gives you choice. What I don't like about it, though, is that if you set your heart on doing something, someone can snatch it away from you pretty quickly yeah. uh, or or do one of the crapper things on it after you've got it all set up because some of them are relying on you having special skills. You get your special skills together and start heading over there. Someone a long time earlier could have just done and gone and done, you know, if there's three three things yeah. you can achieve on the card, they can just do the vanilla one, you yeah. know, and take that away. And you've been working on it for four rounds. And something, <laughs> and it's just gone because someone went there on a whim. And I think one of the other frustrating collaborative things that you found... It wouldn't happen that way. <laughs> one of the other things you found frustrating, I think, was that when you're presented with the option, so there's a little bit of flavor text, then you're presented with the option, and then immediately after the option, you're told the requirements, so what you have yeah. to do to complete that quest. And I think what you f- you don't know you know nothing of the reward for the task. So when you complete the task, oh, is that choose, fine? Choose, yeah, you choose your option, oh. you complete the task. You are then presented with the reward for the task, right? I've never been more. By the time we've come to record a podcast after playing it for a month, I've never been more baffled by a game. <laughs> well, the problem with that is is that you then have to face the the uh, the music in in a sense that. Maybe the option you chose gave you sh- sod all, mm. and if you had have chosen one of the other options, it would have presented you with more loot. Yeah, not that for, you'd read that yeah. bit, of course. No, <laughs> but no, that yeah, no, that's all right. That's the thing. I, I, your, your opposite player reads these cards out. Oh, yeah. You don't get to see them. And so you oh, like the that sort of thing. That's like the Gloomhaven thing, you know, when the, yeah. the road cards or the city cards. I yeah, kind of sure. like that. Are you going to do A, B, or C? Oh, we'll do B. Oh, okay, well, this happens. It's fair. That's the RPG ish thing that yes. I was referencing earlier. Which is on. nice. But the thing is, 
I, I the frustrating thing is, is if you choose an option, you say, yeah, that sounds like a great option. I'm going to choose to uh, ignore the person calling for help and go and do some shopping. And then you get to the shop and you realize, oh, crap, there's actually nothing I yeah. can buy. Then you, you, you start to reflect and think, maybe I should have chosen something else. But then that card's burnt and you can't. Yeah, well, oh, you, you, well, it depends. Else. If it's not trashed, then it goes back into the deck and it can reappear. That reminds me of the, the difference between the electronic game and this game. Mm. You know when you'd get a companion in mm. Fallout, you know, whether it be uh, the robot that yeah, follows you around yeah. or Piper. Yeah, you know, she followed or me around. Or dog meat, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. You, you, you walk around everywhere with them and they're in and out of battles. They, you know, you, you feel like you build a relationship with these characters and yeah. you feel like carry your extra equipment. Yeah. In this game, you get them, and then you might get another, you meet another one at the shop, and you just swap them in and out, and you just yeah. don't care. You're just like, ah, goodbye, I don't need you anymore, I want to do this thing. And yeah. there's no attachment there, so you don't, you don't have that thing where you're in the game, and you might rely on them and load them up with uh, abilities themselves, and then if they die later on, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. In this game, if, if a companion died, I'd be like, no, I'll just get another one in the yeah, shop. Yeah, they're, they're consumable, <coughs> not, um, not usable. Yeah. Hey, you know what's surprising? I thought, mm. after our reaction to it, I thought, let's jump on Board Game Geek and see how popular it was. 7.1. Yeah, I, and I think that's mainly... That's pretty high. It's mainly based on its nostalgic version. Yeah, yeah. Do you, think, oh, do you think that's the cynical side of it? Um, Fantasy Flight just go, oh, we'll just make this and it'll be popular because people like Fallout. But no, but these are people that have played it and have voted it like, to that. Or do we miss something? So many questions, Matt. So many questions. I like, I really gel with the RPG nature of the game, which is yeah, what, yeah. you know, Fallout, Fallout is not an FPS. It's an RPG. It mm. just happens to be an FPS format. But how high would it be in your RPG board game list to play? Oh, I think there's definitely, definitely Gloomhaven oh, definitely does it better. Of course. Gloomhaven's, um, it was our favorite game of the year last year, you know? Mm. So, and like I mentioned, it's, in the, it's not it's not RPG. I was going to say, as far as license conversions go, XCOM blew it straight out of the water. You know, yeah, it's so sure. much fun. Um, but see, XCOM has tension behind it. it interaction. It has interaction. It has what you do is dependent on what I do, and yeah. the choos- choices I make will impact on the course you take. So it's directly, you know, there's direct impact between. The, the crew, and there's you're working. Funny things that happen. It's and the most collaborative yeah. game out and, there. And things happen, and you're like, oh, that was close. Oh, you know, yeah. like when you're doing an RPG, actual playing an RPG, not yeah. that XCOM's an RPG game. Um, you know how it's just like, oh, I'm going to do well, this. Well, it is, sense, because we're playing roles. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyway. But, 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 but there's lots of that ooh and ah and all that sort of stuff yeah. going on in that. Here you're rolling dice, and you're trying to explore a world and do stuff, but no one gives a shit what happens. No, uh, you, I think it's the you, you destroy that. There's nothing fr- more frustrating than you destroy that ghoul. Sure, you get a little bit of XP, but he has no loot. And then what happens is he respawns. And then you just got to destroy him all over again, knowing that um, you just get XP. You just and get then, XP. And then you get a, which a special is the token, grind. which might be the same special token as you got before. Exactly. And then you get. Well, well you there is two. an option. You draw two, you draw, take the one that you want. And discard the other. If and if you've got them both? You then um, pick up a perk. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah Which we didn't so, get to. Yeah. yeah. No, no. 
That was something as well. We played it for a long time and we never got to the end of our, and not even close, I don't believe, to the end of the scenario that we were playing. No, no, it can continue on. So if you're after a long game... Cards keep getting thrown in. Cards keep getting thrown into either the settlement or the wasteland deck and they get added to the narrative of the game. This is where our review might not be as full as it could be because if we managed to finish our entire game, maybe we would, would see... See the full picture, mm. and we'll go. Oh, this is what we should have been doing. You know, when you finish a game, yeah. sometimes it's like, oh, we should have been doing this. We were doing this other thing. We missed this whole bit, and we didn't. Ah, oh, that's what we should have been doing. Perhaps that is what's going on. And the seven point one people on <laughs> <laughs> voters on Board Game Geek, they're the ones that go. Oh, we've got the full picture. Those guys didn't finish. They don't know what they're talking about. Well, the story. I like the story narrative associated with the game because you, yeah, for you sure. have that option. You have that. You know me, I love a There's risk reward, world. right? You you get to start a quest and then you complete an aspect of that quest, but when you do, you trash the card. The card goes in the box it's never to be seen again. Yeah. Like for, for all of the games, it's gone. It's permanently gone, yeah. right? Uh, when you play another scenario, you're now you've you, the deck the narrative deck is now smaller because that card that you burnt is gone. Yeah. Uh, so that's not an option. You but won't encounter that. Tells you to go to a particular number, though. It does. It tells you where. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Which mm. is which is fine. I, I like that aspect because it yeah, builds that on was the, the story. Best part of it. You know, there was. You feel like there is a story to travel along. It's the fog of love. Or the fog of fog of fallout. The fog of. Yeah. It was a, it was a, yeah. Fallout. Anyway, yeah. it's done well enough. Apparently, there's uh, expansions coming for this. There is. Uh, well, there is an expansion already. I believe. Friend of the show, Scott Mangini, said he's looking forward to it. Should have asked him. The Fallout New California. Oh, okay. Set to the backdrop of the NCR. And I wonder. I what is an NCR? Know. NCR is the New California Republic, which oh, okay. is based, if you play Obsidian's version, which is uh, Fallout New Vegas. Right. Then, oh, have I got that right or have I got that wrong? God, you're coming out with facts here, Matt. I'm not used to this. Because uh, one of the two, it was either Fallout 3 or Fallout. New Vegas, I think it was Fallout New Vegas, mm. where they it went to the different uh, side of the country publisher. Oh, publisher, yeah. yeah. And then uh, it was a whole different story. It was set in the NCR Republic, where you were fighting Caesar uh, or Kaiser's legions, where who were like like Romans gone oh, really? nuts, and they were um, so they were fighting two fact again warring factions. Is this out yet? Uh, 2018. So that's I, yes. I, I don't know. I think oh. I believe so. I believe it's out. I don't know. I, I, I haven't arrived seen it yet. yet. Probably might not have arrived on our shores. Yet. Yeah, it might be out there in the world somewhere. Yeah. Let's say New California. It'll yeah. be there. <laughs> so settle around the story of. Um, so you expect to see a lot of locations associated with the Californian area. Um, I, I, let's see, maybe boomers. You'd the probably LA rock and roll scene from the eighties. Uh, who else would you see? Uh, Powder Gangers. You'd probably see um, oh, the NCR Republic, obviously. The Scouts. You'd, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Legion. The, Scouts? the Legion. The well, Brownies. Yeah. They're there. Watch yeah. out for them. And the most horrendous death claws you've ever seen. Like And these like Yaogai, which are like these uh, bears, mutant bears with huge, oh. massive claws. Okay. Very deadly. Um, so that, that'd be really interesting. And and to see how that, I'm pretty sure it's an expansion. So it just then slots in with 
Yeah, yeah. it's an expansion. So it slots in with the original copy of the game. It expands it by uh, introducing, I think it's five new characters. Five characters? Five new characters. Okay. Plus a whole bunch of new scenarios. item cards, scenarios, the narrative. So what this game needs is some more cards. That's it. Yeah, there's not, not really <laughs> enough. Hey, look, I'd say yeah. Fallout aficionados are probably going to be really happy with this game because they already know the characters and they feel that connection that I said you don't get if you have a companion or anything because mm. um, the game doesn't give you that connection with them. There's no sense of um, uh, love for your fellow survivors or the people that you bump into or even someone a bit gritty that you might meet and have a bit mm. of an awkward interaction with and go, ooh, lucky I got out of that. I think you'd be fine. I'll be fine. Well, that sort of stuff, you know. There's there's, yeah. n- there's none of that. But you might bring that, you know, when you see a companion card flip over, you go, oh, I remember that person that was that detective yeah. you know, guy, you know, whatever. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, and the locations, like visit yeah. Megaton or visit... Um, um, Roboco, the Robco factory. So maybe, maybe if you are, I thought you were a bit of an, a Fallout aficionado. But um, yeah. if if you're in, if you're in that boat, I imagine you bring all that with you. That might be another thing that helps you along this game. I think if, I think if you're not, um, if you're not a Fallout player from before, you might wonder really what's going on. Might be it might be a bit confusing. Sure, I guess you don't you don't get a lot of the references in that case. But no, it. You I don't get a sense you, that you've come out of a vault or you've survived somewhere or what's going on. No, not really. Uh, however, I think if you are a fan of the art of the, of the games, of the computer games, yeah, um, the digital versions, whatever, then it moves too slowly for you. It's it's like grind, and it's not a good grind. And the combat's not fun enough to make it like oh, I'm going to go into battle against this guy. It's it's very much. Mm. Yeah, the bloke fly. Oh, I've killed it. Okay, well, there'll be another one now. Oh, I've killed it. There'll be another one now. <laughs> this is like the same thing. I better run over here and explore yeah. this area so that I don't get bloke flied again. Uh, it does have that. Huh, it does have that frustrating uh, movement where where you don't have. Um, I forgot what the name of it is. Where you can move across the map. You just you know select your location and you quick travel, fast travel there. Right, so you don't have that aspect in this game, so you can't just get from one edge of the map to the other once you've found the location. You've got to actually go there, and movement is really slow. Uh, action point, you're relying on using your action points, and you only oh, get, yeah, that's all I didn't even get, you into get that. Yeah. two actions, right? And you can spend the only one you can spend multiple actions on is movement, and you get two action point, two movement points per action. So if you want to move from one area of the map to the next one, you've got to spend a point, an action point mm. to get there. The nice thing is you can interrupt that and you can actually engage in combat that might happen. You can engage in exploration or uh, visiting a town, go shopping, all that sort of thing. If you've got enough actions left, you can interrupt your movement, go and do that thing, then continue with the movement. That's that's kind of nice. But you don't get very far. And if you've got not if you've not got the weaponry, if you've not got the equipment or the companions to help support you, you find yourself running away. Mm. And I think that's contrary to what this sort of game should be. You shouldn't be running away from your opponents. You should be confronting them. Or go or heading off to a location to say, I want to go to this location because yeah. if I 
if I uh, I was hiding. Rum- rummage through a shop over there, I might get some food or some bandages yeah. or a weapon or yeah. something like that. That's it. I was finding myself hiding simply because the enemies that were out there all had the weapon, the gun icon. Yeah, and which they could they shoot, could shoot from me from a, a, a one space away, yeah. uh, which just how nothing like there's no reason I had less incentive to go anywhere near them because I knew that they'd be a hell of a lot harder for me to actually defeat because so, I had nothing to help me. So what do you think, Matt? You love it? <laughs> uh, oh, look, I, I to say I didn't enjoy it would be wrong because I did enjoy it. You did. I did enjoy it, but is it a game that I would pull off the shelf to play regularly? Yeah, that'd be the thing, I, isn't I it? Don't, no, if we, I don't think so. If we had a month of, of games, like if we played every weekend for a month, Saturday and Sunday. I'd rather pull out Gwynn. There'd be so many other games that would come out before it, I'd say. But look, if you're in the fallout in a huge way, this might be sort of fun, but um, I think you'd want to be... There's plenty of other f- better board games by a long yeah. shot. Um, yeah. I'm actually waiting to see, and I haven't got into it yet because it's not as available here in Australia yet, uh, the Fallout Warfare skirmish game, um, which is in the same vein as Star Wars Legion and Mantic's um, oh, All right. Out yeah, War, yeah. A Walking Dead All Out War, tabletop skirmish game where you actually totally develop yeah. yourself a settlement or a See, vault. See, that sounds fun. And, and There's none of, of that in this, is there? The setting up the settlement. That no. would be fun. So that's a different sort of game. And, but yeah. So Fallout um, Warfare, I I got one of the little... I've got one of the Kickstarter things from that and, and uh, I, I've yet to dive into it because it's just not really available here yet. But moving on to a different game yeah, now. I think I'll so. tell you what, I, let's round it off with a joke from Buddy from Fallout. Oh, he's such an entertainer. He is. He's got a joke for us just to round okay. this out. It might save the whole podcast. Hey, hey, buddy. Oh, here he is. Tell us a joke. A neutron walks into a bar and asks, how much for a drink? The bartender responds, for you, no charge. Neats and twos. Neats and twos. But mm. we were lining up. Gamma happened, and, and there was just bucket loads of things happening out of there. Yeah, too much. It was too much. So we decided not to. No, That's what a- you tune into this for, is just to hear us say, <laughs> can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. No. Go and check it out for yourself. We these, played these. Fallout all month for you. What else can we do? <laughs> the um, so oh, I mean, Look, the Gamma Trade Show is the largest oh, yeah. um, board game-related show on the planet. So... I really want to go one year. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Because it's the beginning year. of the year, you know, just when you're in that post-Christmas. I think it's yeah. a big, yeah. Yeah, because it just happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you post-Christmas, you're starting to think, oh, this year of work, it's going to grind me down. Yeah. Well, you don't get full into the grind. You go, ah, let's go on holiday again. Let's go to Gamma. Well, it used it. to be in Vegas. Now it's yeah, in Reno. Right. <laughs> so it's moved I don't know just what down the road. I don't know what they do in Reno. I think... Um, until it moves to Australia or somewhere that isn't America, <laughs> then I'm probably not going to go because I'm not allowed to go to America. You're not allowed to go to America? Yeah. Oh. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> they have to have a shift of uh, government. Oh, let's not uh, dig too deep. Uh, I was going to say we love our Republican listeners, but <laughs> we realistically don't have any. Yeah, no. <laughs> They they get they get the vibe. Um, 
Okay, so Game of the Month special is Fallout this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, you still might want to get it <laughs> after that. Uh, oh, bit- look, I get the wrong impression. It's every, There's a game for everybody, and every game is for somebody. Yeah, this Absolutely. one is not for that's us. That's why they make it. But, yeah, yeah so, that's right. Yeah. Look, a lot of people getting a lot out of this. Just because we didn't gel for it, on you might. Board Game Geek. Um, so Good Games are giving our listeners 10% off Fallout. Which is if- a good reason to get it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The best time to get it is now. So if you think it's got some legs, um, get 10% off of it. Go give it a try. Yeah. Uh, state the special password. I'm special. It's a good one, isn't it? Uh, it's probably the best password we've had for a while. <laughs> uh, state that at any good game store. And this lasts for all of April 2019. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if 10% still enough, you can win it by commenting on the Facebook post for this episode, episode 142, and uh, just as soon as we're finished recording this episode, it'll be pinned to the post for that. We pinned to the top of the Facebook page. Uh, pay close attention to what we we set out as the rules there, so that you can, uh, you know, only legitimate answers yeah. will get uh, we like thrown in the draw. When listeners win as well, not that we really get we get any choice in it, but you know, if listeners win, that's the best. Yeah, you know, when you just see it's just somebody who just enters competition, that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, especially if they follow the instructions and and you know, yeah, we we put those up there for just for a little bit, create a little bit of interaction. If we see something that uh, grabs our attention, we're more likely to uh, respond. Yeah, but if they're listening to this, they know that. Um, exactly. What I like is That's when true. we love it's it's off topic, um, and you you engage them in conversation. That's the best fun. <laughs> and try and happen. rope them around. Now I've been a bit busy lately, so I've <laughs> yeah. fallen. I feel like I've fallen down on my so watch, uh, my watch job there. That. That's my one job. I have one job and. Uh, I've been, been doing no, it. No, so, but anyway, well, there are still plenty of other people mm. who entered. And Good Games um, HQ will win, pick you out as the winner of uh, Fantasy Flights Fallout uh, next month. And do you know what they've done it? They've done it for this month mm-hmm. as well. All of last month, offering a game of Carcassonne. Yeah, it's a gateway classic. Uh, it is a classic game. Look, uh, and it's yeah, one yeah. of those ones that it doesn't. You can easily pull that off the shelf and play it like repeatedly because get your non-gamer mates into it. It's fun. straight away. Yeah, yeah it game. is good. It's good, easy fun. So last month's winner, Matt, you have the golden envelope. I do. I haven't seen inside it yet. I uh, ripped it open, I have to yeah. say. I, I did. Okay. Because I couldn't I couldn't hold back any longer. I, I had to know who the winner was. And there was a name on it. Okay, don't stretch it out too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the winner of Carcassonne. Oh, hang on. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I forgot to play this. You son of a bitch! You can't do this! Don't leave me here! That was what I was going to say while you were stringing it along. Because <laughs> that was the only other sound we had left on our fire thing. Works, yeah. So don't stretch it out. You, well, you can't leave me here like this, Matt. You son of a bitch! You can't do this! <laughs> yeah, the winner the, the winner is Lord Gale of the Windy City, otherwise known as Beantown, the mayor of Beantown or Tootsville. Brend, uh, Brad Gale. Gee, Brad Gale. Brendan Gale. Where's the Windy City? It was, it's windy. Well, it's Perth. Perth is a windy city. Is it? Isn't it? Isn't there a windy city in Perth? I don't know. I don't know where I'm he's sure from. Chicago is the um, windy city. There is an America. There's a windy Maybe he's from Chicago. Auckland in New Zealand is a windy city. Did you Facebook? find him on Facebook? Oh, uh, no. Uh, but I will. Yeah, right. Hang on. Where is he? Let me find out. Yeah. Um, Brad Gale. Oh, Brad Gale. Uh, oh, he's a, an Essendon. He's probably he's an Essendon supporter. Right. He could be in South Australia in Norwood. First, don't give his a, a address away. 
<laughs> well, Norwood is in South Australia. Oh, okay. That's how I know. Have you, did you live in South Australia? No, but I know that Norwood is in South Australia. Oh, okay. Good. I wonder if it's hey. anywhere near Glenelg. Oh, I don't know. Um, or is it had a Victoria? good conversation with uh, Countess Ava Rose. She started off. This is Cassie Simpson. She, mm. Her first response was, Countess Ava Rose. Arthur's like, it's a bit crap. Doesn't even sound funny. <laughs> she hasn't even tried. She's just gone for, oh, I think my legit medieval name would be Countess Ava Rose. So I said, um, I told her that, and she said, wasn't it the idea to sound legit? Obviously, a newcomer to our page. Yeah, welcome. No, we're not after legit. We're after stupid. Um, <laughs> and then she, she uh, so I was like, um, there's a bit more chat. Uh, she goes, oh, I see what you wanted now. Puns or pop culture references that went right over my head. Okay. And she came back with an absolute cracker. <laughs> Dame, son. There you go. Dame, son. Awesome. I was like, that's so funny. She goes, it. it's even better when you say it out loud, which is what I did so that I knew that it was sounded like. <laughs> so Cassie Simpson, please hang around and do do play our competition. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, it strikes me as she's an, a newcomer. So she, I don't know if she'll mm. listen to the show. If she does, she can write to us. Uh, podcast at Seven Land Hand. Say, I'm Cassie Simpson. I'm Dame Son. And we'll send you a, a Seven Land Hand badge, badge of your choosing. Yeah. Uh, so write to us at podcast at sevenlinehand.com. Also, if you just have any stupid crap that you want to send through, yeah, uh, buy it. via email. That's the place to do it. Yeah, We answer our stupid emails. Yeah, or read them out on the show next time. Anything, yeah. really. But let's not detract from the winner of Carcassonne. Oh. That is Brad Gale. Brad Gale. Hooray! God, Congratulations. We no, we had, we had announced it, but I don't know if we celebrated it. You know, It's a celebration mm. every time we uh, have a winner. Gad Braille. Yes. That's a type of reading. Is it really? For blind people. Gad Braille. Well, there yeah. you go. I learned something new. There you go. Um, Brad, Brad Gale, congratulations. We'll be in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you will get a copy of Carcassonne. Fantastic. It's Christmas. Oh, you yeah. know what? With our new device now, you know mm. what I should do? If we haven't got too much. I should press the outro button. Oh, is that the fart one? Have we played the fart button? There's no fart. We took all that crap Well, we need well, all the fake. Well, when you're not looking, ones. I'm going to put one on there, and nah. you're not going to know which one it is. Just the real ones. Uh, anyway, no next fortnight. Uh, oh, it's hotting up now. MTG Pod in a fortnight. Mm. Or there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff actually. Um, we've got uh, special season spoilers. You know, like it's going to spoiler season. So of course, end of end of uh, uh, Ravnica Allegiance, which I've loved. I've really enjoyed that. What's the next release? War of the Spark. Spark, Planeswalkers, 36 Planeswalkers in the next set. Oh, the one with the really cool uh, stained glass windows. Yeah, the trailer, the teaser, teaser trailer. Yeah, that's been out. So we'll be be getting all around all of the different spoilers that are coming out. We might have a few things coming out that, you know, we're going to try, going to try and do. Uh, The PPPP, the pre-release preparation podcast pack, podcast. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's coming out. Uh, lots of Twitch action as we oh, um, so much bloody Twitch action. <laughs> yeah, as we finish off the uh, current season, and yeah. the moment we've got two mythic players, we've got Kian and Pat, uh, both mythic players, tearing up the rankings. Yeah, Pat has still got a CPU issue, so you haven't seen him in, li- in live yet, but he's coming. He's coming. That's from <laughs> Fraser Coast. Hopefully, he can maintain his average. Uh, yeah, GGMC winner two two years ago, one year ago, last year. Yeah, last year. Uh, yeah, and get so get on twitch.tv uh, forward slash seven line hand. Find us on there or YouTube forward slash seven line hand. Uh, we've got stuff going on there. Subscribe, smash the subscribe button. Yes, hit that thing. Yeah, hit it. Hit it. 
I think we need lots of Twitch followers so that we can do some more fun stuff. Haven't looked into that yet. Producer Tamlin is getting onto that for us. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sounds like oh, a technical term. Also, secret super Easter egg spoilers at the back end of the of this podcast. Since you've listened this far, we're going to be coming out with a video sh- video series, snappy little video series. Really? What on? On how to snap uh, your fingers. No further details at the moment. Oh. Keep people hanging. Jesus, you've heard I it here first. I don't know. Oh, you've not been hearing it for the first time. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, they'll be coming out and uh, they'll be like short little, you know what, hopefully funny. And if if like, nothing else, informative, make you laugh, make you cry, make you think. So then better than your average PSA. What's public P- service announcement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to press the outro hey, button Hey, there's now. a really cool uh, over the outro. Yeah. I want to tell you about the uh, new RPG world. Yeah. There's multiple games are putting out of the Ancients, which is their Numenera world. Yeah. Crammed into the D and D five E world, so you can have your favourite Numenera setting and play D and D. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hit that fire button. You son of a bitch. You can't do this. Don't leave me here.